Welcome to the Random Tea Gotham Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 4, Rise of the Villains, Strike Force. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. It wasn't that exciting. It wasn't that exciting. No. Uh, it was directed by TJ Scott, who directed Arkham, Spirit of the Goat, Under the Knife, and he comes back for Episode 6 of this season. That's real good episodes. Yeah. Spirit of the Goat was the, the Harvey episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, it was written by Danny Cannon, who was our pilot director and directed um, last season's uh, final episode and the beginning of this season. And he wrote on Red Hood. Okay. So he's primarily a director, but he was our writer. And Megan Mostyn Brown is back as the story editor, and she's been all up on Gotham. Well, good. Yeah. She's got to keep them in line. You I know that's so. what she's doing. I think so. And I think it's good that they kind of maybe recognize the need for that. Yeah, because they, they got to keep their own selves in line. Yeah. They, I think they realize that people are watching the show as closely as they are. Yeah. Which they should have realized that. You've got comic book fans in this here, people. I know. You know. I know. We're a persnickety little lot. So, um, so yeah, I, I was just kind of underwhelmed by this episode. I, and, and I knew there well, was going to be a point where they were going to have to go down from where they were. Absolutely. Well, that's what we were saying in the last podcast was after everything they've done, they're going to have to slow down. Yeah. And hold back. And I was upset because IMDb lied to me. I'm so sorry they lied to you. Jerome was not in this episode and I was very upset. But Well, he was in the flashbacks. Did the they flashback to him? The beginning. Yeah. The previews. That doesn't count, though, does it? doesn't count. Sorry. Bastards. I know. But we knew it was going to have to, they were going to have to slow it down. There yeah. was no way they could keep that momentum going and keep interest. Yeah. There was absolutely no way, so. I mean, even though I, I still think that the whole Jerome thing was like a mid-season finale or a finale, not a It still leaves a bad taste in my mouth right I know now. it does. I went and watched Ginger and Go- the Ginger and Gorgeous thing again just because I was like, I need Jerome again. <laughs> He's not dead. No. He's, He's not. not dead. He's not, I've decided. He's not. Well, it was it was an okay episode and, well, you know, it was just okay. I'm sorry. Merlin didn't like it either. Merlin That's apparently why did not like it. Okay, baby. I'm sorry. I'm not paying attention to you. Um, but what I'm afraid of is that the end, near nearing the end of this episode, it started doing that choppy whiplash yeah scene changing crap again yeah and i'm afraid that we're going back there yeah and i'm really not okay with that they were doing so good i know they were doing so well it's, it's very organic it's like i think i think we mentioned this when we were texting is it felt so much more focused mm-hmm. when they were focusing on jerome right. and the and the other maniacs and this felt more scattered yeah it did so yeah and then with it we got some more chop well, they, chop they we're going this direction, and then they're going to go in this direction. And yeah. it's, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Let's see where they go from here. Yeah. So, um, so we start off, and Penguin is holding a meeting with a lot of unhappy criminals. And uh, he finally has to shoot the shotgun off to get everybody to shut up. Well, yeah, and, and Butch is standing there looking at yeah. his what being all butchy. Yeah. I don't know how He to seemed a little bit more himself this episode. He did seem a little more himself. Um, less background. Yeah. Now, was the power out? Because there was all the candles on the table, and they had the big... There was no other... There was like a storm going outside. I don't know. I, I didn't... I didn't... I just thought it was ambiance, because mm. Penguin's a drama queen. We, we is, know that. He is a drama queen. But, um, but I didn't know if it was the power was out, or... It could have been, but I didn't notice. Penguiny. Yeah. I don't know. 
They've had a fire. They've, they've had a fire in that uh, fireplace. Yeah, before, but though. the it was more the candles lined up on yeah. the table that just like votive candles just sitting there, which will totally mess up your dining room table. You really shouldn't do that. Don't try that at home, because <laughs> um, it really will. Yeah. Uh, and then like candelabras around the room. So I don't know if it was. I'm, I know it was to set the scene itself. Maybe he wants to be vampire esque, and he thinks that's the way he it's needs the to suit. do it. The yeah. suit is very vampire. Yeah, so. and the hair. It's to do with the hair. So. Um, so yeah, he wants to know who is behind the Arkham breakout and he figures somebody in that room knows something. Well, nobody's heard something. And, um, I would, I can't disagree with him. No. And one of the guys was like, we thought you did it. And he was like, no, it's been horrible for business. And, um, chaos is not good for business. We know this. And he said it would make no sense for him to have done it. No. And he, um, he kind of makes a disparaging comment about Jerome and I'm like, don't talk about my baby. I know. Um, you don't know. And he's like, now that, now that Jerome is gone and, um, he wants to put an end to the chaos. Cause he's like, we're done now. And, um, he wants to end, uh, any and all violent actions unless they go through him for approval. Right. Um, so basically he wants everybody to calm the fuck down. And, um, so Tabitha shows up. Okay. I have a problem with her. Okay. Every time we see her, she looks different. Her hair's different. She's wearing different kind of clothes. Yeah. It's like and they haven't they haven't settled on a style for right. her yet. And that's what and that's exactly what it feels like that they haven't settled on a style for her yet and it's hard to know who she is. Cuz her hair was so much more severe at the beginning. Well, here it's 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 much softer and it's yeah. it's smooth and it's it's really I mean there's nothing wrong with the way she looks each time, but the fact that they change it so extremely like well, the first time we saw her she was in the leather cat suit and the big old hair ponytail. Back, yeah. And we've seen her big bushy hair, this soft softer look and yeah I, it's it makes it hard to connect not maybe not connect but put a finger on who she is get a feel for her character yeah because a lot of what we see she's is different because a lot of what we get from her is visual because they have not given her a lot of lines no she hasn't really done anything i mean theo's she's the one of the of yeah. the siblings she's just there yeah and it makes her feel like eye candy yeah. Which I don't like. Yeah, she's really starting to feel yeah. like that at this point. And I understand she's the muscle. Yeah. Quote, unquote, muscle yeah. for Theo. She's she's his head dude in charge of kicking ass. Yeah. Which, okay, that's fine, but she's her character is so two-dimensional. Yeah, right now it, it very much is. And I hope that expands because right now I'm just like, I don't know what your motivations well, are at this point. I'm not terribly attached to Theo either. Mm. I don't feel for him. No. If no. they killed him off next week, I'd be I would. like, okay. All right, moving on. Yeah, not like I, not like with Jerome. And even Barb at this point, I would be upset about. I would be more upset about Barb. Yeah. Because I like her now. Yeah. Although I kind of feel like she's going by the wayside a little more. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so. like, I'm really worried they put all they had into these first three episodes. I know. And now we're going to And suffer. now we're going to go back to... Like mid season, yeah. season one, yeah. So, I, but yeah, I'm just her look keeps changing. I can't connect to her. I can't can't get a finger get a on feel her. for her. Yeah, yeah. And it makes it hard. I wish they'd stop doing that. Yeah, or give her a story. Or yeah, or give her like write her a character. That'd be great. You actually give her personality. Yeah, something. She's a little crazy, as we yeah, know. Yeah, and, and we they said in like the the character captions or whatever that they released before. Um, before the season started, they were like, basically, like, she gets off on murder and mayhem and craziness. And I haven't, 
I've gotten little touches of that, but they haven't shown me like they told me in not that like one Not like they sentence. did with Jerome. No, not at all. Because I totally got that with him. Yeah. So, I mean, Gotham has a problem writing female characters. This is very true. A lot of fish was Jada, Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. yeah. That was her. But as far as female characters go, Essen was thin. Yeah. She wasn't bad, but she was thin. Barbara was crap. Yeah. Until she went crazy. Yep. And then we've got Kat. Yeah. Because they're doing okay with her, but a female child, because she is a child. She is still a child, is yeah. It's probably easier for them to write than a woman. Yeah. So they seem to be having some problems writing women. Yeah. So I, I really want to see more from Tabitha, or I don't want to see her, because at this point, she could be at just another goon. She it could be this season's Barbara. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Want, oh, there's Leslie, too. Yeah, Leslie's not really... I actually forgot about her. Haven't really gotten much from Leslie lately. I liked her at first. Yeah, and it just... She didn't seem to go anywhere. She's just kind of leveled out. Yeah, she's yeah. leveled out. Yeah. So, um, so Tabitha shows up, and she tells... Uh, she tells Penguin that Theo would like to meet with him. Hello. And so, um, our next scene... Oh, she, now, she gives Butch a very pointed look when she says alone and yeah. Butch is like you don't know me <laughs> oh honey Butch. I never you thought I'd say thing. that um who yeah Butch Gilzine all right <laughs> we haven't done that in a while <gasps> um and so our next scene is at the GCPD and <sighs> all right you want to talk about an entrance for a character Jesus Christ okay so we get our first look at, at Captain Nathaniel Barnes and he <laughs> He picks up a chair at like waist level and drops it on the floor. Yeah, that is his big entrance to get everybody's attention at the precinct. Uh, he he introduces himself to the Gotham City Police Department. This is from my notes with a chair and a too small suit. Yeah, because he is barely wearing that suit. Yeah, and um, uh, he's their new boss now, and I'm like, um, who's the commissioner again? Because they haven't told us. Because he's, he's a, a captain. captain. Uh, so he's like Essen's replacement, because I think they were they were going to have to replace Essen anyway, right? Once she got her promotion, even though she was keeping her same office, yeah, that still doesn't make any sense whatsoever. No, it doesn't. Um, so yeah, he's their new boss, and he orders everybody to attention, and he does this blah blah speech about you know the history of the GCPD and. You know, this guy just waltzed in and killed your commissioner and nine of your brothers. And um, he basically, like, shames them. Which I gotta say, you know, some of that is justified, but some of it not so much. He walked in, picked up a leg, and peed on the entire GCPD. Yes. This is mine. Yes. And um, so he calls out, like, uh, what is it, like, five or six officers? Yeah, something like that. He's read everybody's file. Which I thought was impressive. Everybody's file. That's frightening. And um, he uh, lines up these guys and he's like, you're criminals, you're fired. Basically. So these are the cops that are pretty much he's petty criminals, like, but mostly. Well, he was talking about drug addict, rapist. Yeah. He was rattling off these charges and he was just, get out. Yeah. Um, which I actually do find it hard to believe that somebody's official police file would have all that in there because Gotham City that smells of lobe. Got well, that's true. But that Goth- smells of lobe. Gotham to me is just like whatever. We're not going to document that in the file because it didn't happen. So yeah, it's it's in. But yeah, it's almost in- like he got his hands on Loeb's files. Inconsistency in Gotham. That's a shock. No, that would never happen. Okay, but the Im- two important no three important things to me. Okay, in this scene, one the clock still works. 
Okay, that's good. Two, Harvey is wearing a black button-up. Yes. And he looks very spiffy. He looks quite nice in this scene. He, I don't know what and it is about the black button-up. not talking. No, he's, well, I'll, I'll complain about that later, but yeah. he's wearing a black, but he usually wears a white button-up yes. tie and a blazer. And, and he does and for the hat. rest of the episode. He does, but in this one scene, he's wearing the black almost like a I wonder Essen if it was for a funeral yeah. or something. Who knows? But they didn't say, so we don't know. Yeah. So the clock still works. Harvey's wearing a black button up, and Jim has a justice boner. Jim has a total justice boner. Those are the three things. Yes. That were most important. And um, it. One of the officers, uh, he's like, "You can't do this." And we have rights. We have rights. And Barnes just like starts to wail on him. He's like slamming him onto the desk, and he's gonna arrest him and. <laughs> He does arrest him. And yeah, and so he's like, um, you break the law and you'll go to jail, which is admirable. He's just making a entrance. And as much as Jim, you could tell Jim was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, baby, you basically work for the mob. I know. You owe the mob It'll, like 15 favors already. It dawns on him halfway through the episode. Yeah, so. it does. <laughs> so, um... After so, he gets himself far too wedged into Nathaniel's yeah. rear end. And so as as soon as Barnes is leaving, uh, presumably to, you know, well, yeah, to go to his office, he's like, uh, and I need to see you. He does say please. Yeah. He does so say please. Jim's like, so, okay. Oh my God, he wants to talk to me. <laughs> he likes me. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's, he showed more interest for uh, the captain than he did for Barb. And you can tell Harvey's already like, this fucker. <laughs> Jesus, it was bad well, enough when I had Jim. Well, but Harvey thinks that about everybody, so True. That's, that's just his that's his default reaction yeah, to people. That's true. Um so they go into Barnes's now it's Barnes's office and um he asks Jim what he thought of his little performance and Jim's like, I agree with you. And um Brown knows. He's like, um I heard that you're a fighter and a troublemaker. Well, he read his file. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. When did he have time to read all this? That's what I want to know. I don't know, and I don't know where he came from. I think that would be very telling to find out where he, he comes came from. He comes from Metropolis. There you go. You know. He's got his justice boner, yeah, that's yeah. why. And so um, uh, Barnes is like, yeah, I like that. You're my second in command. And uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm surprised okay. Harvey didn't bust in there. He's yeah. mine. And um. And they both just start peeing on Jim. Uh, <laughs> Talk about a pissing match. <laughs> and so he promises, uh, Barnes promises to fix the department and, you know, to ba- which basically is going to fix Gotham, which I'm like, you have no fucking idea no, how deep this no, shit no, goes. No. It's it is, only going to get worse. No, the police is basically just a symptom of the greater plague of whoever is in charge have you read the batman comics yeah i don't i don't think you know where you are in canon honey and so um jim's like well we are a little shorthanded and um then they have this weird signal thing because barnes says something like that jim was in the army and barnes says something and immediately jim's like you're a marine or he calls him. He calls him a jarhead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a. That's a thing. There was some significant phrasing that. I, yeah, he's, that I he, missed that he, keyed Jim on, Jim in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said he said something about. Um, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he said uh, something. Ar- he calls him Army, like that's yeah. as though that's his name. Yeah. Um. You know, tough is what I eat for breakfast, and then 
Jim immediately recognizes that he's a jarhead. Yeah. He's from the Marines. Yeah. But there's, I don't want to call it animosity. Is that how it, just say it right? Animosity, Animosity, yeah. yay. I almost called it ominosity, but I didn't. <laughs> I would have known what you meant. Oh, I'm so glad. Um, between them, but almost not, maybe a friendly competition between yeah. the different uh, branches of the military. Yeah. They all think they're better than each other, but they're, you know, it's a strongly testosterone driven. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah institution. Yeah. All of them. So that's, and that's, it's not uncommon yeah. to see. Uh, and I think they foster that between the different competition groups. is, well, competition yeah. is, is good. Yeah. To a point. Um, but I think it's just, it's something that's recognized between the different branches and it, but it was a way for them to tell us that he was a Marine in a yeah. fancy way. Yeah. But, I mean, they used a line of dialogue to explain to us that he was a Marine. Yeah. And at least they explained something to us. Yeah, which I'm okay with. Now, there's another thing that I noticed about, and they do, they, they salute and yeah. whatever. Um, I'm like, y'all so just now give each other handsies a, now and I just now be he, done with it. Yeah, now Jim has a ju- justice boner and a military boner, so yeah. whatever. Um, Double boner. But I did also notice that Essen's office... Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it's no longer Essen's office, I suppose. But it's devoid of decoration. The desk is very plain and simple. Yeah. There's no, there's no, nothing personal on the desk and in the room. There's no pictures on the wall. I wonder if that's going to change. It's very devoid of decoration, which I think is good set design, being a new captain coming that's in. That's true, because he hasn't had to time old, to, to put his crap in there. Right, and that they've gotten rid of all of Essen's stuff. Yeah. Which is what you do. I wonder if that's going to stay that way. I hope not. I hope not, but we'll have to pay attention. But he is pretty military. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But I did notice that, and I thought that was good on them for making that little detail. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Jim leaves, and Harvey comes in, and Harvey warns uh, Barnes that he's like, you're making a mistake. Um, but, uh, or, well, he warns Jim. Jim goes to Harvey, right? Yeah, he walks out yeah. and he's greeted by Bullock. And See, this whole thing just confused me because I was already like, I was already tired of it. <laughs> and um, uh, well, he he walks out and it, but it reminds me of back in the pilot episode when Harvey's in with, <laughs> with Essen and they're yelling at each other, and he walks out and is greeted by Jim. And I was like, yeah, that's a parallel if I've yeah. ever seen one. And uh, but he but Bullock disagrees with Barnes. Yep. Jim is like, oh no, I think he's right, but uh, Harvey's just jealous. Yeah. And so jelly. This is Gotham so doesn't much. have straight lines. Yeah. I think the Bullock sa- or Harvey says, yeah, uh, Gotham doesn't have straight lines. And I'm like, or straight citizens. So. No, it does not. So, yeah. So, but it's, ki- they're killing Harvey's character. I'm really worried that they're this killing is going to, this is going to somehow put Jim against Harvey again. Just when well, we really got a nice, good, and then solid. Harvey, and then Harvey's going to save his ass at the last minute because that's what Harvey does. Yeah. Uh, I'm more concerned that. Harvey's gonna get written out of the show. Yeah, because they did. He's not, barely he in the like show. Background this this episode. Well, and four episodes he's been background. Yeah, I was excited. Oh, he's back at the GCPD. Great, we're gonna see Harvey again. We barely he barely gets um, lines. Yeah, he's barely in the room. Yeah, and when he is, he's in the background. Mm-hmm. We and I'm hoping that Harvey. changes now that we're not Jerome centric. Now that we've introduced Barnes. But I'm worried, yeah. But I need Jim to run around with his partner again, not with the strike force yeah. garbage. Oh, bullshit. Um, so our next scene, we go to Theo, and he is uh, watching 
a news report, and they're still reporting on how Mayor James has just disappeared, um, and that the knows. and that the deputy mayor was uh, was murdered. So there's this power vacuum in Gotham, and um, there are already two uh, two people that have put their hat in the ring for for mayor, and um, it's this woman Janice Caulfield, who I think was a um, councilwoman, and a local um, union leader, Randall Hobbs. And but neither one of them meant anything to me. Yeah. And uh, but all of it in the polls, there's there's somebody else that's ahead of both of them, even though he hasn't announced his <laughs> candidacy. It's one Who's Theo Galvin. <gasps> oh, yeah. And so uh, Tabitha comes in with uh, Oswald and um, Oswald right away is like, you're the one that broke them out of Arkham. Yeah, he he, he comes in and. Theo's like, oh, Mr. Cobblepot. He's like, no, no, Penguin. And Theo says... I thought you hated that. He's like, I heard you hated the name. He's like, no, I've learned to embrace it. I'm like, Theo okay. Theo has a lot of information. Good. He does. He's got that huge black tower in the sky yeah. that matches nothing in Gotham. <laughs> he built that overnight. He yeah. snapped his fingers and there it was. But... Um, and then Barb comes in. Yeah, and um, she very prominently kisses Tabitha. Was that... Strictly necessary. No. I'm worried they're, um, they're like, ooh, look, ladies kissing. Yeah, it's just a girl-on-girl scene just to have a girl-on-girl scene. Yeah, that's and what I'm worried it is. It just bothered me. Because yeah. it was really not necessary at that point. It's like it was just for shock value. Unless Barbara was trying to shock Penguin. Well, but they didn't pursue that any further. No. Um, but, I mean, if, because they're not pursuing that relationship. Yeah. All we see is this girl-on-girl action every once in a while, and that's it. And I'm like, yeah. okay, either put some story behind I don't this. know how superficial this is. I don't know if it's right actually now, a real relationship. Right like, now, I don't know. I know. And all it is right now is superficial, and I yeah. don't like that. Just yeah. to just to have, for the sake to have, yeah. have it on screen. You're like, look, girls, watch what our is, show. You might get girls kissing. I know. What does it have to do with the story? Yeah, exactly. Um, and so... Uh, Oswald does recognize Barb. Um, and, you know, that confirms that he was involved because Barb was one of the ones broken right, out. That's, and that's how he knows it was Theo. Yeah. And so um, she she does give him it, her drink, though. You need this more than I do. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, that's nice. I'll drink to that. I'm like, oh, good. We're, we're back to Barb guzzling massive quantities of alcohol. I feel like I'm home. I don't think she ever stopped. Well, when she was in Arkham, I don't yeah. think they let her. But, you know. <laughs> so, um... Tabitha says that Oswald um, is the king of garbage. <laughs> Tabitha has no chill. <laughs> <laughs> Which when she said it, I'm just like, you bitch. I she's like, like that. She's like, uh, and at first I thought she was going to do the king of Gotham thing. And then I was like, are they having this fucker bugged? Because, well, of course he shouted at the top of his lungs. I think all of Gotham heard that. So, But when she was like, you're the king of garbage. I was like, ooh, burn. Mm. Um, and so Oswald's like, yeah, I, uh, a year ago I was Fish Mooney's umbrella boy and now I'm the head of the mob. We do finally learn that Falcone is in hiding. Yes. Four episodes in, we finally learn yes. where Falcone so is. So I don't know if they're going to keep him in their back pocket and bring him back if it's convenient to them. Maybe like Fish. Yeah. Maybe. I it's, wouldn't, that'd be all right. They leave it like, but Maroney's, Maroney that door is, is closed. so dead, which yeah. that's still bothers you chase me but yeah you know. um and so uh 
Theo's like, yeah, Gotham is basically a giant trash pile now. Let me explain. And um, it's he's going to clean it up. Of course he is. And um, he shows this model that he has. Ooh, it was fancy. It was very shiny. Well, my first thought was, and, I, and this is where I texted you, I was like, is, is that, that, Wayne, is that Tower? Wayne Tower? Yeah. It looks like Wayne Tower. It looked way bigger than just one tower, though. Well, it, but it looked yeah. like a conglomerate building. It, in Batman Arkham Knight. <laughs> Because I always go back to Batman Arkham Knight for well, some reason. Well, you learned the geography still really well it. there. I'm at 79% in that game. Thank you. And that's overall. Uh, thank you very much. So, um, it looks like the Wayne Tower in the game. It's got okay. that same bluish hue. Okay. And the different level towers. Yeah. So. And, um, so Oswald's like, that's nice, but uh, you'll have to displace thousands of people because that's residential. Um. Which, without the people, Penguin is nothing. Yeah, and... Um, there's no business if there's nobody to business the businesses. Exactly. That and made sense, right? Theo, well, in my, it made sense to me. Okay, good. There you go. So, uh, Theo's like, um, yeah, but I'm going to have to destroy it. And he's like, but you're going to be my destroyer. Not, I'm not doing it. And Penguin's like, thanks, no thanks. Yeah, he's like, no, I'm a builder. I'm a builder and I'm a problem solver. And um, he's like... You know, you would need the city's support because they're not going to stand for this. Can Can I just say that I really think Penguin needs some anti-anxiety medication? <laughs> He's always on freaking edge. I'm like, calm he down. really is. Calm down, baby. Calm yeah. down. Get you a sandwich. It'll be okay. And uh, <laughs> and Theo's like, of course it'll need the city's support. And what if there's a mayor that wins by a landslide? Points at self. Points at self. <laughs> and um. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to be mayor soon. And um, he's like, you know, but the other people running have to be eliminated. But you have to take a run at me. And um, and miss. And uh, they give they give him a file with with the deets on the people that they want killed. And well, OK, that only looked like flyers to me. Yeah, that's all it was. Yeah. That was shoddy. Like research. that was necessary. That was really shoddy research. And um, <laughs> so Theo's like, yeah, you're going to take care of them for me. Um, and then, of course, yeah, you're going to have to go after me, but you're going to miss, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so Oswald's like, yeah, no, I don't do that. I'm, you go hire an assassin if you want to kill somebody. They're in the phone book under, under A. A. Yeah, so Tabitha, or Tabitha um, uh, Oswald has his sassy pants on. and um, He should have had the he, drink. He's going to leave. But Theo's like, oh, hey, um, you know, Tabitha's got this new show she's she's been watching. <laughs> let, me, let me show it to you. And and it's it's Mama Cabalput, Cabalput, and she's uh she's chained mom? up in this room, and no. yeah, so they they have his mom. That hurt my feelings. Yeah, I was like rude. Leave mom alone. So Theo knows a lot. Yeah, so he's like basically you kill these two people or Mama dies. So yeah, I was just like, and Tabitha's like, all giddy about it. I know. I was like, I can feel Penguin's outrage. He I was, was outraged. Not happy. Um, so the next day, uh, this is just ridiculous. Um, was this necessary? Was this scene necessary? So Jim gets a call at Leslie's place and it's Barnes and he talks to Leslie for a minute before he's like, put Jim on the phone. And, um, Leslie's like, he's, he's asking to talk to you. And, um, Jim's like, what? And basically he's like, Hey, um, 
I'm going to be sending you, well, and he, before he talks to Jimmy, he tells Leslie, he's like, I'm going to be sending you a bunch of dead guys to, dead bad guys. Dead bad guys. And, and I was like, what, are we just going to kill people now? Yeah, sure, apparently. We're just going to indiscriminately kill yeah. bad people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, but when he tells Jimmy, he's like, hey, be at the police academy at 0700, click. And Jim's like, how did you know where I am? And he's like, uh, dude, everybody knows you're banging the medical examiner. And I'm like, baby, number one, you do not have a home of your own. <laughs> You do not have your own apartment. No, no. You date women so you can have a place to live. Number two, everybody knows because you've been kissing up on her for everybody months. Everybody knows. You think you can hide that kind of thing and you can't. Oh my gosh. And she's constantly in the squad room like, Jim, kiss me. They're kissing in the locker room. They, they get Love walked in you. on it. Everybody knows. Love you. Yeah, okay, hey. whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's whatever. Okay, thanks, bye. But yeah, well, so I'm th- glad that if they finally addressed it, though, <laughs> I'm like, oh, because I'm God. tired of it. Yeah. Um, so so Jim meets him at the academy and um, there is so much drama. Oh, my God. <sighs> we see a picture of baby Jim in his little police academy class. You know, they had to actually put people in costume and pose them for that photograph and take that picture. That or it's photo yeah. that or it's really good Photoshop. Yeah, because it did look actually really good. Um, and so Barnes comes up and he's like, you know what? You weren't the you weren't the smartest. You weren't the fastest. You weren't the whatever. It's basically like you sucked, but you were somehow in the top of your class because you, you had a it? justice boner. Yes. And um, and so he's like, uh, you did it because you were a soldier and you were used to, you know, carrying out orders and blah, 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 blah. And so, um, you know, Barnes tells Jim basically what we know is that they need some people that are not horribly corrupt to back them up. And the only way we're going to do that is to get baby newbies right out of the academy. Catch them while they're young. And I'm like, oh, this is a terrible plan. Terrible, terrible plan. But uh, but there's a class that's going to graduate in a week. And so they're going to, like, scout these mm-hmm. these uh, little baby cops. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. Oh, uh, yeah. So we have a little bit of a little bit of a montage. And, um, Which we haven't had in a while. No, we haven't. And, um... They go see uh, this woman box. Um, tiny little woman. Tiny little woman, and she just beats the guy. Crazy. Okay, see, now, here, this is another scene that I have a problem with, because they focus on this woman, mm-hmm. this little woman in the boxing ring, and she knocks out this man that's, that's bigger than her. And Patience, that's something Jim never had. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but then they go on, and they interview other candidates, and then they just do these quick little interviews. Yeah. And I'm like, why did we focus on her? And um, I didn't like it because I, I questioned you during the during the rewatch because they're calling all the guys by their last names except for they call her Josie, and I was like, is her last name Josie? No, it's you her know, first name, Josie Mack. They were calling her by her first name and the boys by their last name, and I don't like that. No, I don't like that either. And and uh, and a problem. This is going to be. I don't know if this is going to come up or not, but. You've got um, the three other candidates. Mm-hmm. One, people in my neighborhood don't get scholarships. Yeah. Uh, the second one has anger issues. Yeah. Or an- anger. Agner? Agner. Ang- he has Agner issues. I have Agner issues, according to my notes. Um, and then the third one was a really smart guy whose father's business was destroyed by the mob. So right. these three people, these other three, I don't know about, they didn't really get into any of her details. No, they just said that she's really good in the ring. They didn't get into any of her personality. Oh, whatever. Um, so all three of these guys over here have this little chip on their shoulder. Mm-hmm. They're vigilantes in their own right. Yeah. So I'm concerned about them. Yeah. Going into the GCPD. So I think that's really weird. And then, so apparently they graduate and Jim yells their name in an empty room. <laughs> 
really, really loudly and very, very with with meaning. And I'm like, y'all are the only people in the room. <laughs> I'm surprised he wasn't vowing at them. Oh, no. But yeah, so they are now Unit Alpha of the GCPD <laughs> Strike Force. They said the name of the show. They said the thing. But I just was like, uh, really? So apparently these guys are going to report to Jim and Barnes literally... And only Jim. And Barnes literally thinks that he can clean the city up with four rookies, him and Jim. It's not going to happen. So, and okay, like, I really wanted to like Barnes because I like Michael Chiklis. Yeah, I don't know him as well as you do. I like him from uh, Fantastic Four. I liked what he did with Ben Grimm. Okay, now that's the only thing I've really seen him in. Yeah. And that was great. Yeah. He was really cute. And so I like him and I wanted to like him. And I'm just like, this man is a hot mess. He's even more reckless and dumb than Jim is. And, and that's, that's saying something. Yes, it is. That's really, really saying something. That's so, bad. yeah. And um, so that, that this whole thing, I'm just like, this is a terrible plan. Um, so we go to, uh, to uh, I guess, outside of City Hall. And... Um, the uh theo is getting the it doesn't uh, matter gotham's just a big circle and they're all next door to each other exactly theo is getting the medal of honor and bravery for all his bullshittery whatever and um one of the reporters after he's like please call me theo she's like okay okay and um she asks why he isn't running for mayor and we see this car showing up and they, they just like they're very slowly like getting out of the (laughs) <laughs> the moon roof with their guns and Theo's like down everybody and it's a drive-by shooting now after this drive-by has driven by right everybody is awfully calm everybody just stands up and they continue they the just keep numbers. on going you know with what's you know he, well Theo goes is everybody okay okay and I'm like really they didn't we've got they didn't hurt one person we've gotten to this point yeah Gotham has gotten this jaded. Gotham has gotten this bad. But they're that like, somebody okay, all right, we're done. It's not a press conference until there's a drive-by. There I mean. Go. But I, also, uh, does nobody find it suspicious that not one person got hit? They were, I, well, I, they were shooting blanks. Yeah. They had to have been. Or above everybody's head. But I mean, yeah. I'm not even talking about, like, the actors on the show. I'm talking in yeah. the show. Yeah. And um, so... He uh he gives a little speech and he's like, I will not be intimidated and I will be running for mayor. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, whatever. We kind of saw that coming. Yeah. So um so we see uh, presumably it's that same night. Um the woman Caulfield Caulfield, she is in her campaign office when Oswald and Butch come in. And they've got masks. And I'm like, why <laughs> sure, hilarious. Victor to do this? I know. I don't understand why they didn't employ well, their assassin. It has been a while since we've seen Penguin with a sandwich. So. That's true. So he probably wanted yeah, to get some murder in seemed before awfully dinner. personal for the boss to, yeah, to yeah. get involved like this. But maybe he just needed to release some especially of that. when we see him involves as for the next one that's why it confused me yeah i don't know. like why would you know well, maybe it happened i think it no, was purely because, so there no, would because be a it witness. was the next morning that they found Caulfield. Oh, whatever. i think it'd be purely so there was a witness to tie penguin to this honestly and the writers were like well penguin does it so 
not... it felt a little lazy writing y to me. There's um, a lot of lazy writing in this episode. Yeah. So uh, it's been so tight up until now. I know that and that's why it was so whiplash for me because we were so focused in the first three episodes. And now it's just gotten Yeah. Roller so coaster. I hope this is just a normal slump. Um so Oswald goes into her office and he is like, Hey, so I'm here to kill you. <laughs> And she's like, please don't. I'm a mother and da 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 And he's like, I have a mother too. And he stabs oh. the shit out of her. And I'm like, that still seems pretty damn personal. Well, as Penguin like, is wanted. why did you not to shoot her? As Penguin is wanted. He likes the stabby stab, though. I know. He's not. Well, he's he's not particular to either one. We've seen him but both see, shoot and thing, stab. That's the thing, though. I saw this as very much like, I have to do this. I'm not getting well, any pleasure from this. I'm not taking out a rival you know, because no. we've seen him get really personal before because it's like, ha-ha. Yeah. And this was just like, I have to kill you so my mom doesn't die. So I wasn't sure why he went the stab route instead well, of just a clean gunshot. Right. Because as we've learned from Criminal Minds, right. um, stabbing is much a more intimate. Crime of it's a crime of passion. It's much yeah. more intimate, uh, usually between people who know each other. Yeah. And I maybe he just is so upset that his mother has been kidnapped that her. he's taking it out uh, yeah i don't know i don't know um but uh, it was kind of it was wrong whatever it was just not right to yeah. have penguin do this and so uh outside it was kind of cute um because butch, butch is, is out there with the workers ball. he's got his arms around him he's like yeah it's fine um and so they're like why are you doing this and he's like you know what i don't even know, I don't, know. I, I don't even know why we're doing this and so um penguin comes out and he's like, uh, he grabs this, uh, like, volunteer roster, and he's like, hey, remember your families, and shut the hell up, don't mm-hmm. say anything, and we'll, we'll be fine. And then they leave. And so we go to um, Bruce. Now, even though, just when you step back for a second, yeah. Butch does not really like Penguin. And we know but there's something wrong with Butch. He's brainwashed. Something's not right with him. Because he said later something about, like, I have to obey you or something. Yeah. and But at the same time, he's still very loyal to Penguin. Because Penguin didn't tell him what to do. He just grabbed the clipboard. Yeah. Was pointing up. Hey, all right. We got your name and addresses. Yep. So behave. Yeah, don't say anything. Just automatically knew what to do. Yeah. Without prompting. Butch is a natural with this. He really is. <laughs> He should rule. He should be the king of Gotham. He should. Which for king of Gotham. Lots of therapy. 2015. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so much therapy. Or mayor. Or mayor. <laughs> oh, right. my God. That'd be all right. Um, so we go to Bruce. Uh, I guess it's the next day. And he's leaving school. And uh, Alfred is waiting for him. But he kept his promise. He did keep his promise. He kept his he promise keep his and promise. went back to school. Yeah. And so um, Alfred's waiting for him. And... <laughs> In typical, hey, she's Catwoman fashion, Selena's like up on the top of this wall and jumps down all like She jumps down all fancy like. Yeah. That was a stunt double, you know. But. I wanted to be like, and she sticks the dismount. <laughs> um, In case you forgot. And so she comes over to Alfred and he just hauls out and slaps her. Was that really necessary? It was not necessary. And um, I read something on Tumblr um, from Amy. Uh-huh. Uh, Girl Meets Sherlock on Tumblr. Uh-huh. And she kind of, uh, she made some good points because this did not sit well with me at all. And her first point was, no, do I agree that Alfred should have done this? Absolutely not. No. But, I think it was out of character for him. But. Um, she actually 
made a good case for it being in character for him. Huh? Um, she killed Reggie. She did kill Reggie. She has asserted herself as an adult. She has joined Penguin's organization. She is does, acting like a mobster. Does Alfred know that, though? See, I don't think so, but she's constantly, like, trying to act older than she actually is. So, um, he did hit her, and technically she still is a child, but it was almost like, um, Amy said, it was almost like he, Alfred was acknowledging what she had done. He still didn't turn her in. No. Um, but he was just, that was the way he dealt with it. And so I don't agree with it. And I think it was uncalled for Alfred and good God, that was horrible. But she also said, you know, Alfred's not a parent. He's not a nurturer. He's not, this is how he deals with stuff. No, he's not. He's an intimidator. This is all he knows. That's true. He's never been very good at the whole parenting thing, but I still don't think, okay. And that's whatever. That's all fine. But I I still don't think, I cannot imagine Sean Pertwee agreeing to that scene i find that's why it shocked me so much because i was like holy fuck that just happened that he would agree yeah to do that yeah um it just it really kind of bugs me i really don't think that that's that was necessary no i don't think it was either i didn't need to see that for them to in order to get across the idea that alfred was pissed off at her and was going to ban her from hanging out with bruce yeah i don't think the hit was necessary no i don't I think, think we could have gotten he could have just stepped at her yeah you know, stepped forward got into a personal space or even said something like i swear to god if you weren't a child just threaten her yeah yeah it didn't have yeah the actual striking was i yeah. just don't think it was necessary i think it was shock value more than anything yeah i i would like to have been a fly on the wall in the conversation of them explaining to sean why he had to hit this kid yeah i just don't see it yeah um justify it to me i don't say but she gets really teary-eyed she does but um because he tells her he's like bruce would be better without you hanging around which i think she knows that um in some way in some way she's really good for him but at the same time she sees herself in bruce a little well and amy also made a good point alfred never saw her saving his ass in gotham that's true she straight up saved his ass well and i think and he didn't see bruce want to kill reggie yeah bruce almost go for it and then selena just stepped in and did, did it, it for him yeah. yeah i don't think he, he doesn't know about whether or not he knows about it. he didn't see that side of bruce yeah and, exactly and it was that moment that as we know now it's that moment that bruce wayne decides he's not going to kill yeah because of that he makes that conscious where that comes from because of that and you would think alfred would be thankful but (laughs) but we also see this is the man who is going to shape bruce in his formative years yes this right here is a good reason batman is going to be batman yes because this alfred is the way he is which actually makes more sense than the fussy alfred we've seen in other adaptations but we're also but they're also setting up the back alley meetings between catwoman and batman yeah because they are an item off and on throughout throughout canon bruce said last episode he misses her Mm, i don't know how much he misses her now well um and so he uh alfred orders selena to go and she's like it's good um she's like it's fine she she, yeah like she always does yeah whatever it's fine you know it's not yeah and because she deflects she's a master deflector that's what she does and um so she leaves and then bruce walks up and um 
you can tell he's had a little bit of a walk because this whole thing has happened since he's left uh, the front of his school. He and, well, Alfred's not sitting right in front of the school. Right. He doesn't want the other kids to know he has a butler. And I'm like, you're at a rich kid's school. I, Everybody has a butler there. I, I don't understand that. I don't. Bruce is so weird. He's Bruce fucking Wayne. It, that and he's Bruce Wayne. Everybody knows who he is. You have a fucking butler. Jesus, what do they think he's walking home? Well, and it's it is known that his parents are dead. Yeah, I, I yeah. Mean, I was like, who are you fooling, Bruce? And so, um, we find out that. Well, uh, go ahead. Excuse me. Goodness, where did that come from? Hip-hop. Um, they did have to to do the scene of him slapping Catwoman or Selena away from the school where there yeah. are no witnesses. Yeah. So maybe I'm they just had smacking to, a kid over here. It's I fine. Know, right? Yeah. Uh, maybe they had to justify the distance. Maybe. I don't know. And so um, we do find out that uh, Bruce has a dinner reservation with Theo the next night um, because he's going to say, you know, thank you for saving his life. And um, Alfred's like, you know, it's going to be expensive. And Bruce is like, it's fine. I wanted to be like, honey, do you know how much money Bruce has? I'm so sorry. Apparently, I have the hiccups. Um, and it's <laughs> Theo's the one who picked out the restaurant. Yes. And um, so, so Bruce tries to go get in the car, and Alfred's like, bop, bop, bop. And he hands him you his know. sweats and sneakers, and he's like, hey, you know that training you wanted to do? It's going to start right now. <laughs> and he's like, do you want me to walk home? And he's like, no, I want you to run. And he tells him how, how far it is. It's like six miles. And he's six like, and a half miles or something, yeah. It should take you X amount of time. and 90 minutes to two hours, depending on how many times you stop. And I'm like, yeah, I couldn't do it. Yeah, and then he's like, bye. And I was, I was upset, though, because he didn't let Bruce change. I'm like, I know, where, where is, is he, he supposed, supposed to change? Is he supposed to go back into the school, change it, then he's got to tote his clothes he's around tote with school it? Because uni- that's a school uniform. Yes. Although yes. I'm sure he has 20 more of just like them at home, yeah. but still. But that little skinny kid does need to fill out. Yeah. If he's going to be the knight. Yeah. The knight takes the some knight big shoes. The knight needs to bulk up. The knight needs some shoes to fill. The so. knight needs some protein. <laughs> <laughs> I ate a payday. There's protein in that. <laughs> so, um... So we go back to the, the GCPD, and I, for once this episode, I was happy to go back there because we see Ed, Aww. and he is, um, he's practicing how he's going to ask Kristen out, and um, and failing, and failing bad, but then Mirror Enigma, who is no longer in the he's mirror. He's not a mirror, no. He's just straight up Enigma number two, is watching, and he's like, stop mumbling, and he's like, he's like, be assertive, and all this stuff, and um. He tells Ed to take what he wants and take what he deserves. he deserves it. And I'm like, fuck that. And uh, this is, for me, this is writing a very creepy line because I really like Nigma. This other Nigma who's telling him to take what he wants from a woman. Yeah. That's veering into territory that I think is very dangerous. Yeah. Not, not necessarily for the character, but for, I don't want to see that on my TV. For Gotham, no. Yeah. Um, so I know what they're trying to do, but I'm like, let's not go into weird territory yeah, with it. But we also know that Kristen likes her some manly men. So yeah, she likes her a strong man. Um, and so, so, uh, so Ed goes into the room and did you notice that Kristen is almost always surrounded by like men? Yeah, I think that's, I think that's on purpose. And so there's this big group of men and Ed does not falter. He walks up and he's like, Hey. You, me, dinner tonight, chez moi, 
da 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 and he hands her a card. Well, yeah, it says Shaymon. It it's got it. the uh, the address. The address on and it, and then he just walks out. Or, or then she's like, "Okay, yeah, she's she's quite. You're dreamy, uh-huh. uh huh? Okay, but dinner at eight? Yeah, I would be starving to death. People apparently do that, or at least it's a common trope. Because I'm every time I hear that people, eight. I, have, I have friends that do eat that late, and I'm like, oh my god, I would die. Okay, first of all, I cannot. I work, I live in central time zone. I work eastern time zone. So I get off work early Mm -hmm. and I get home. By the time I get home, it's time to eat. It's dinner time. Yeah. When I get home, I have dinner. It's time. Eight o'clock. I would be, okay. And and next to that, I also have blood sugar issues. So I have to eat regularly. Yeah. I would have to have a pre-dinner before an eight o'clock dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Eight o'clock? Plus I'd be falling asleep halfway through. It's time for a shower in bed. I know. God, we're old. I know. I'm such an old lady. But for dinner, okay, maybe for a movie, but dinner? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So now we go to the crappy GCPD storyline. And so Barnes is there and he's got the uh, the little baby coplets assembled. And he's like, Coplets. Gotham is bleeding to death and... Uh, blah, blah, blah. And Whatever, I don't care. He's like, the strike force is going to send a message. And that message is, we're rookies. Blah, blah, literally just blah, blah, blah. And um, they they have their new uniforms, which is basically like SWAT team gear. Yeah, that's what I thought. All it is is a, a, a vest. Yeah. It's like, it's got GCP on it. And I'm Ooh, like, all right, whatever. Your new uniform. They made it sound like it was going to be this like uniform, uni- like like a you know, almost superhero-esque uniform. And it right. was not, it's, it's not just that. whatever. And, um, so, <laughs> um, I just, I don't like this. And, um, they, uh, they take their uniforms and, uh, we do see Alvarez, which I, I think is nice. Yay. Um, he tells the captain that Caulfield is dead, that well, they found the body. I think the fact that they keep using Alvarez, they're giving us somebody we recognize. Yeah. A, Alvarez is in canon. Yeah. And uh, he's he's recognizable every time we see him on screen. Oh, look, that's look, Alvarez. Look, it's Alvarez, he, yeah. You know, there's a bit of personal, oh, I know him. Yeah. It's not a different There's a person. little bit of a yeah. connection. Yeah. I like that. And so um, Jim and Harvey, who is actually still in this episode, in case you forgot. <laughs> him appearing in the film. Um, Jim and Harvey go to the office and um, Jim makes a comment that um, Theo is alive. Like Theo survived the quote-unquote attempt on his life right because harvey points out that both of these candidates have now been targeted but theo's still alive yeah and um one of the uh they're talking to one of the workers because jim's like well tell me what happened they're like oh but they have our names yeah well harvey walks out and this is one of the few lines he gets is he's like you know please give us some information I promise you don't have to testify. That's yeah. like the best line. That's the only line he really gets this entire show. And Pretty I'm like, much. my poor baby. Yeah, because at the end I had to ask you, I was like, did Harvey say anything this episode or was he I just was like, there? Yeah, and you were like, like, yeah, he had one line. He had one line back there at the, the yeah. crime scene and this, that was it. So I didn't like that. Um, Not and my baby. So, and so. Um, oh, and I think, uh, yeah, because uh, she, the woman says they have our addresses and then she gives yeah. the description. And of course, in Jim fashion, he's like, she was stabbed repeatedly and she drowned in her own blood. And I'm like, oh my God, you tr- 
drama queen. Well, Jim ain't taking no shit no more, remember? No, that's true. And finally, uh, the woman, she describes uh, Oswald. Right. And Jim has his oh shit moment. I think he's supposed to look worried. I'm not sure. He doesn't really have There emotions. might have been some emotion. Yeah. I think there was supposed to be because they yeah. did like this close-up scene. <laughs> I took that to be oh shit, but yeah, you're right. It wasn't like I have super, no idea what that yeah. was. Um, so we go to Theo and Bruce's dinner and they're at this fancy hotel and um, Alfred is there with, he takes Bruce in and he goes to excuse himself and they're like, oh no, um, you can stay. And he was like, no, it's fine. It wouldn't be proper or something. I think, yeah, it wouldn't be appropriate. Wouldn't uh, be appropriate. Yeah, and I think, I think this is more of Alfred propping up Bruce's public face. Yes. That I'm, I'm not important. I'm just a butler. I'm going to be over here in the background. I'm not important. Yeah. Don't look at the man behind the curtain. Yeah. Sort of thing. But he's and also. Look, look at, he's, he's this fully functioning child. And he yes. doesn't need me for everything. Right. And he's propping Bruce, like I said, propping up Bruce's public face yeah which is very important which is gonna have to be important because he's it's batman? gonna yeah he's okay. batman um and so, i think silver's batman so <laughs> silver's more batman than bruce is at this point <laughs> um and so uh, they start talking and uh bruce is like thank you for saving my life and um theo says that he wants to talk to bruce about the wayne's death why i was like that's That's weird small talk well if he now wait if he is and i just now thought of this if he is a mayoral candidate mayor yeah wow was that right yeah it felt weird in my mouth uh if he's a candidate then i can see how the wayne murders could be a button yeah but let's not talk to the kid that his parents were murdered about it let's talk to somebody Mm, else about it good point maybe that's why he wanted alfred to stay Maybe so because uh, it felt very much like so your parents are dead. <laughs> Tell <laughs> well, me about that. Theo's not great on the whole subtlety scale. Oh, God, so. he isn't. And um, I wonder if that's an actual if they're that's choice choice. Thank you. Because uh, I think I think if that's it is, a thing. I think it is because it felt so cheesy after the um, the attempt on his life where he was like I'm not gonna be in the felt, bad acting at the it gala. Felt the bad acting because yeah. I know James Frain is not a bad actor. But yeah, right. so Theo's kind of clumsy it's be at a, this. Yeah, it sounds good. Subtlety is not his strong point. No, not at all. Of course, neither. It's not Tabitha's either. Um, it's more Beverly's. Beverly? Barbara. Yeah. Who's Beverly? I don't know. You just made somebody up. Wow. Bar- <laughs> it's more Beverly? It's like Barbara plus Leslie. <laughs> I think you're right. It's Beverly. Uh, it's more Barbara's hat. Yeah. And um, so <laughs> this part... Uh, you could tell Bruce. So I wonder is like, if she's going to figure that out. I don't know. Sorry, I'm that. The, this, I'm just kind of thinking on the fly here. I don't know. But if Barbara kind of figures that, Barbara figures out that she's more subtle and can get stuff done and manipulate people better because she's not bad at it. No, she's not. I wonder if that. Hmm. We'll have to watch yeah. for that. Because as ham-handed as Galavan's been, oh I don't know that he's, he's going to last very long. He's terrible. Um, with his grand And plan. Tabitha just wants to kill people. She so. does. Which, you know, can you blame her? No, it's fine. Uh, and so it's Bruce, fine. Bruce is like, yeah, yeah, parents dead. Ooh, girl. Because um, he sees this girl playing in the fountain downstairs. Now, the way they frame that and what she's wearing and, and everything, she looks like a fairy from a painting. Does she not? She. I'm wondering if she's Bruce Bates. 
oh you yeah yeah she absolutely Galvin's is bruce like, bay oh, but hey. but the way that was framed yeah it reminded me of a fairy painting from like the 1800s or some shit yeah yeah that's a bad fairy painting you know like you remember like the, the photographs the coddlington fairies yeah right. mm-hmm. yeah that's what it felt like yeah which she, were paintings i mean little book you know, illustrations yeah they were but you know what i'm talking about and so theo's like oh that's my niece she's my ward and i wanted to be like see bruce there's a thing as a ward where you're not the person's parent mm-hmm. but you can take this kid under your um you know your tutelage your tutelage like a ward because hmm, alfred remember is, that yeah he well, is alfred's he ward it, that and he does it with robin years later oh yeah that's my ward Ooh, yeah so i, I was forgot like, about that i was like okay but i think uh the fact that bruce referred to alfred as his guardian as recently his guardian. was yeah. that's that's a writing that's a that's a theme that they seem to be yeah threading through so that that isn't now that you mentioned robin that's mm-hmm. like oh well it makes sense now yeah but what i want to know and I, you touched on this a second ago is silver a plant and who names their kids silver silver saint cloud that sounds <sighs> that like sounds something so out of the maltese up. falcon that's so made up um, my name's silver saint cloud and i'm a gangster but i want to know is she a plant yeah because it feels like she is at this point and i'm not talking about poison ivy no <laughs> um is she in on the plan I don't know. She seems awfully. She seems awfully starred friendly. by eyes, innocent. Yes, she may as well have just batted her eyes and yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, dropped her handkerchief or whatever. But, but Theo so... says uh, that this is his stepbrother's son and the, or daughter, and <laughs> I don't know. That would change the whole story. Um, Look and, what you did, and that he is now um, he's dead, and so. Uh, she's his ward now and i'm like okay we're talking about step brothers and sisters so is is tabitha Tabitha, because they do not look remotely alike but he refers to her as his sister not his stepsister right so i don't know so i think my brain is just trying to put those two together in a family situation and it ain't working so what happened to stepbrother he don't know he needed to use his niece so he killed a stepbrother i would not put it past i wouldn't either now, my other, my last question okay. about this scene. Did they ever actually eat? No, because they like, I don't think so, because they like went outside to go talk to Silver. I don't go to dinner and not eat. I am no. all about the food. I know, right? You know, I, I divorced my last husband. Yes, there are three of them. Yeah. I will admit that freely. I have three ex-husbands. And yep. at this point, I'm, yeah, I'm, I just give me, just feed me. Just, yeah, food. Just give me some food. It'll be all right. Yeah. Um... And Who needs people? Exactly. <laughs> food and TV. So we're going to go on with the theme of food. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, they do make a point of saying uh, that she goes to his school. Because <gasps> she's been in Switzerland. And Bruce is like, we have a house there. We have a house there. You got pretty hair. Pubescent Bruce. Oh my God. I, I just have this feeling that Bruce is just going to keep getting like awkward boners for girls like all over the place. I still want the voice change. Oh, I do too. I yeah um because he's got to be the knight so that's basically what we got from that scene is hey this girl's pretty and she's and he, related to theo and she's going to your school now bruce becomes pretty vapid yeah bruce's like he checks <laughs> out <laughs> boobies yeah i'm i don't like, know if oh alfred's my God, I, you're a giant trash can i don't know which side of the fence alfred's gonna come down on with yeah, this alfred's so super protective he is and i but don't but bruce don't, has got to keep up a public face exactly so if he doesn't date the mayor's 
ward. Yeah. And take her to prom or whatever. Yeah. Or whatever school, rich kids The spring do. dance. I don't like the regatta or something. Or the next, or use her as a date to the next, you know, fundraiser. Yeah, you know. That Selena breaks into and it's awkward. And then I will cry. And then they'll be like, he'll have to introduce Silver to Selena. Oh, I can't wait for that. That's going to happen. Please let that happen. I need that to happen Because Gotham is pretty much all galas. According to the comics, like they're Apparently, always having a fucking gala yes, for something. There's always fundraisers for something. Um... But see, but then Silver could meet Selena, and then the two of them can run off together. There you go. You just planned it. Damn it. So, yeah, like you said, speaking of dinner, and they actually have it, is uh, Ed and Kristen. He makes creme brulee. He does. Which, he's, like, homemade. He's bruleeing, yeah. Like, he's, he's, he, and I will say thank you, Ed, for not going with that wussy-ass pastry torch. You know how to do things right. He got a blowtorch. You know I have one, too. Of course you do. Yeah. I have a lighter. Alton Brown taught me that, man. Pastry I have, torches are weak. I have one of those like fireplace lighters. I don't cook though, so I have a I have a you butane. Feed, you feed me and I, I appreciate do. it. I have a butane blowtorch. So I, I appreciated that. I was like, that's how you brulee. And um so he uh Kristen shows up and she's like, um, I'm surprised it's your place. And I was like, Oh, shame moi, that's kinda clever. Um <laughs> And I was like, oh, uh, this is cute. And um, so I like, like his place. I too. He's like, I'm, I'm a good cook. And so she she goes in and already I'm like, can I see the rest of the date now? It's the his whole place. It's very that dark gray gunmetal gray mm-hmm. industrial looking. Yeah, because it's like it's warehouse a loft district. It's got, it's got that loft slidey door. I and like it. I like it, too. Um. So instead of seeing more, we get um, Butch and Oswald. Now, wait, I want to point out that okay. uh, Kristen is dressed all in green. Yes. Yes, she is. Just saying. Can um, she be the Riddler? Oh, I would be okay with that. But he is Enigma. He is Enigma. There so is no, yeah. There's no getting around that. Um, so uh, Butch and Oswald show up at um, the guy Hobbs, his campaign headquarters. Um, and so, uh, Butch asks for an explanation and, um, he's like, yeah, this is where you were saying he, he know, I know I have to obey you. Yeah. Or is that a later? Scene? I think it's later, oh, but whatever. he, uh, Penguin, Same Penguin basically is like, they, the Galavans have my mom and they're making me do this. And, um, he gets twitchy again. Do you see him? He does. And so Butch is like, okay, we'll, we'll find her. Not, now we'll get this thing, you know, we'll kill them and whatever. He's like, we will find her. And which I thought was sweet. Well, it's, I'm starting to notice every time Butch gets conflicted, mm-hmm. he gets twitchy. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like programming override. Um, feels, feels. Yeah. And, uh, so we go, uh, Hobbs pulls up and he goes inside and, um, all his like goons are like, we need to move you somewhere. And he's like, no, uh, he's like, we can handle anybody who comes in. And of course, who comes in is Victor's ass. Who we were wondering where he was. This yeah. we're like, this I'm is like, his you thing. You have an assassin. This is what he does. Yeah. He's Zaz. He's the one, he's the one, um, and we haven't discussed this in a while. He's the one with the hash marks. Yeah. Not hash marks. The tick marks. The tick marks. Thank yeah. you. For his I didn't know what they were called. <laughs> you know, the thing. She's making hand motions. Is I am. I'm like sitting here going, you know, this. You know, the thing. Um, <laughs> all over his body, eventually. He's he's young here. Uh, so I'm like, this is what he 
does. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, Zaz can't just kill somebody. He's got to be all sassy about it. <laughs> but he's so good at it. Um, once again, another drama queen in Gotham. That's a shock. Uh, and so he comes in. He's like, I've come to volunteer. And um, I don't del- I don't know what tipped him off. Um, but Hobbs is like, uh, he uh, tells him to no. get out. I'm like, he's strapped in guns. Did you not realize that <laughs> this was... He's not even... Hi- they're on the outside yeah, of his jacket. He's not <laughs> he's even not tempting. Even no. The, his delivery... Is in great. this scene is this is probably my favorite scene of the episode. Yeah, is ass. Yeah. Um, and so he um <laughs> he takes some of the guys' cigars before he then fires on them, and um so he takes out some of the guards. He's which, not a poor assassin. No, no, he's he's a good assassin. He's a five. He he uses his five finger discount appropriately. He does, and uh so uh two of Hobbs's guys get him. Out of the building, down the stairs. Yeah, they do the the hand on shoulder, which and is the training. I expected Zaz to do some kind of dramatic fly down the, the middle of the stairwell thing. We didn't get that. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, but <laughs> this is, of course, when the complete shitstorm starts and Jim and the Strike Force team show up outside. <sighs> team Strike Force. Yeah. Uh, and so they show up just as Hobbs is getting ushered out and... Um, Zaz kills the last of Hobbs's bodyguards, which that's a shock. And so, of course, now we have a shootout because Jim's like, holy shit, it's Zaz. Harvey, and- Harvey makes some comments. Th- and this is where I started. I made the notes. Harvey makes some comments about the strike team. Are they ever going to actually bring him back in the show? Yeah. He's getting some screen time. He's so little dialogue or even contributions to the scene or the show as a whole. He may as well not even have been there. He's a set piece at this point. Like they don't know what to do with him. Yeah. And um, so they have a little shootout and he gets three of the uh, Strike Force babies shot. Does he? I thought he just got the girl. No, I think he he shot multiple ones, but he got him in the vest. Yeah, she got. But why? Why her? Why was she the one that was prominent? And I was like, why you got to shoot the girl? She's, they're making her stand out. Yeah. Is it, but yet without any character behind her, but is other it, than she's the girl. But is it because she's the woman? I hope not. They're not giving us any context, so I can only assume. Yeah, exactly. They do not know how to write female characters in this show. No, they do not. And so one of them manages to shoot Zaz, which I was actually kind of surprised about. His response, unexpected. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, you're hilarious. I love you. Um, and so uh, he, uh, Zaz shoots the fire hydrant and he escapes, yep. which I was like, that cannot look good on your assassin resume that you couldn't well, take down a team of rookie cops. Well, he's by himself and they are wearing body armor. So. Yeah, he didn't have his uh, his Robert Palmer girl assassins with him. No, he did not. He was alone. His dominatrix uh, team behind him. That they might have. They might have jumped ship. Maybe with the whole. Uh, oh, that's Maroni true. That's true. Fit. Well, that bet they went team fish. Yeah, with the ladies. Did they swimming with the fishes? Oh, sorry. <laughs> You'll be here all week. <laughs> I so hope I hope I want to go home sometime. <laughs> I love so, you and all, but well, that's true. So we do go back to Ed's apartment. And I was like, this is all I care about. I think this was my favorite scene. <laughs> um, and so they've had dinner. And um, she's like, sorry for being a bitch. And um, he's like, sorry for being an ass. Yeah. And he was like, sorry, I was inappropriate. And um, 
She's like, I can't believe I even accused you of writing Doherty's goodbye note. And he's like, that's so silly. And um, he's like, yeah, I'm glad he's dead. She's like, do what now? Well, well, huh? Dead now what? Squeeze me. And uh, she's like, no, he left town. He's not dead. And he's like, oh, yeah. I mean, he's. And I thought this is great because I was thinking it in my head. And he was like, he's dead to you is what I meant. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, baby, that's what yeah, you meant. Yeah, that's it. That's fine. That's, that's the ticket. That's the ticket. And so <laughs> she goes to the bathroom. And of course, this is when he decides to tar- start talking to um, Enigma number two. And he's like, would you just shut up? Just as Kristen is coming back in the room, she's like, well, I'm going to go alone. now. Leave, Leave me, me alone. alone. And she's like, well, I'm going to go now. And he's like, no, no, no. I was talking to myself because. Why was that such a thing? Everybody talks. Okay. I say I talk to my cats, but. Yeah. You don't actually see another version of you though. Do you? <laughs> Do we need to have a talk? Well, you Are know. Are you going to be a riddle themed? Uh, Only when I look Do in. Do I have to be your sidekick? If you're going to be a riddle-themed uh You would totally be my sidekick. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Totally. We would be Joker and Harley. I'm going to be like heartbeat. exclamation point kid or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. If I'm going dark side, you're going with me, kicking okay. and screaming. All right. Um, Glad we settled Wait, that. what was I saying? Oh, I talked about... Why, I don't understand why him admitting that he was talking to himself... Because the way he explained it, it did not sound crazy. We visually know that it's a little nuts because he's literally talking yeah. to another manifestation of himself. Right. But the act of talking to yourself is not that unusual. Yeah. Because he was like, oh, uh, so I talked to this other version of me and, well, um, you know, he's he's much more confident. Da, 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 da. And she's like, well, that's fine. We all have a voice like that. Well, what was it? My mom always said. And this is a true story. My mom has always said, it's okay to talk to yourself as long as you don't say, huh? Mm -hmm. Or tell yourself to go home. Okay. (laughs) Outside of that, it's perfectly okay to talk to yourself. I have plenty of coworkers that talk to themselves all day at work. I was, okay, now I have to tell a story because it's actually relevant. Okay. And I think I might have told you the story before. Okay. But now you're telling Um, everybody. I'm going to tell everybody because it is relevant. Okay. I am so notorious at work for talking to myself. Mm -hmm. When I was a member of Cube City, Mm -hmm. because now I have an office and that's way cool. Yes, you do. When I was a member of Cube City, I was so known for talking to myself that the person who was in the cube on the other side of the wall from me, Mm -hmm. I would, his his name was Mike. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was trying to, because we yell at each other. I mean, they're cubes. Yeah. So we yell yeah. at each other all the time. So I needed to ask him something. So I was sitting at my desk, and he's literally on the other side of the cube wall, mm-hmm. which, as we all know, is just fabric. It's a cube wall, yeah. I'm like, Mike, 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 Mike. He's totally ignoring me. Uh, the girl who was sitting diagonally from me mm-hmm. said, Mike. And he said, what? He said, Lee's trying to talk to you. He said, oh, I thought she was talking to herself again. <laughs> and you're like, I was like, no, oh. I was actually trying to talk to you. And okay, he was like, then. oh, I'm so, so, so I am that known okay. for talking to myself to the point that all of my coworkers ignore me. You'll tell me, though, when you see a literally other version of yes. yourself. Okay. I most certainly will okay. because you'll probably be the first person I call. Okay. So and that, that would be problematic. That will be, you know something's up if I actually, actually call, call you. Yeah. Um, so... She, uh, Kristen's like, we all have a voice like that. And they're getting really close to each other. Um, and so, uh, there's a mood thing. Yeah. She's like, what did he say? And he's like, he's mad at me for ruining the mood. She's like, perfectly normal. Yeah. She's like, no, it's fine. And so 
They smoochy smooch. And then they take their glasses off. The glasses were the... Well, they do the squinty eye thing. They do the squinty eye thing and then they take their glasses off and then they smooch some more and it's great. And they get it on. Um, And there was some very prominent... Bom, chicka, bom, bom, <laughs> there was bom, some very bom. prominent green light behind them. Like, it looked very... Batman and the Arkham Knight. Um, the shade of green, neon green that they mm-hmm. use in the game mm-hmm. look looks like that. Yeah. Because like, throughout the game, you have to solve these riddles. Well, you find the riddles because you see the neon green oh, okay. of the Joker. Okay. Uh, like his little question mark oh, in Riddler. particular. Because, yeah. you know, it's a huge city. It's the yeah. three. It's, it's big. And unless you just know where they are, you're driving down the road and you're like, oh, there we go. It's right there yeah. because of the big green neon. Yeah. Okay. It's the same color. That just means a Riddler is getting it on with his new girlfriend. Bon, 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 so I'm excited. Bon. It was the beginning of the porno that we saw the end of last yeah. week. <laughs> um, Damn it. Somebody's going to have sex on this show and it's seriously. not going to be Leslie. Seriously. Because right now Jim's the only one getting laid. Um, and speaking of Jim, uh, he goes to see Oswald. That was a nice segue, wasn't that it? It was. That was great. And I'm like, Jim, stop going to see the mob. Because <laughs> right now Oswald is the he mob. He just gets deeper and deeper and deeper. And I love how like... He's so, um, he's, he's just got that whole, like, oh, you know, he's, he's, he's superior. so high and mighty. And he, I'm yes. like, Jesus, do you Jim, want, Jim, go look at your resume. Okay. Harvey needs to sit his ass down. Yeah. And yeah. tell it, cause it, he hasn't sat him down this whole season. No. Jim's Jim. in complete denial. Jim, no. Yeah. Jim, no. That's the whole show. Is Jim, Jim in no. denial. Yeah. Well, that's true. Uh, so Jim goes to see Oswald. And he's like, I know you killed that woman and you tried to kill Hobbs. <laughs> Ping was like, I know you killed that man. And uh, he's like, why are you trying to influence the election? Um, and then he's like, basically warns him. Hey, well, he says it's complicated. Yeah. How and is he, that ever an answer? It's not ever. And um, does he expect Jim to go? Oh, it's complicated. I'm okay, sorry. We're good. I'll leave now. Yeah, because that's so Jim Gordon. Um, anybody but Jim warns him he's like the GCPD is under new leadership and I'm like no this one unit is because he's a captain he is not the commissioner and he's formed a four person rookie strike team (laughs) with four people that got shot oh my god and so um, Oswald's like walk away and um, it's all very dramatic and he uh, he's like I'm sure your captain would be interested to know how you killed, uh, what was it, Ogden for Ogden me? Ogden Barker. Yeah. For and, a debt. And you also uh, are the one that had me run Loeb out of town. And Jim's like, I'll face whatever's oh, coming. whatever. Which, I'm sorry, no, you won't because Barnes was going to lock you up because Barnes made it quite clear. You commit a crime, you go to jail. Yep. Jim has committed several crimes. Mm-hmm. And um, Harvey knows this. Oh, Harvey knows all Harvey's going to have to rescue him. It's coming. He's going to. Um, and so uh, he's like, I'll face whatever's coming. And Oswald's like, I'll do the same. And I'm like, Jesus, you too. They may as well have taken their penises out. And measured them. Laid them out on the table. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, good God. Gotten uh, butch with the ruler. <laughs> Butch ruler. He'd have been so confused. <laughs> I know. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, boss. But this whatever. Is awful. Um. So we go back to the station, and um, the strike force is like all like, "Ooh, look at the bullet in Josie's vest," and Harvey's like, "Um, don't joke about that shit." 
don't make fun of near misses. Next yeah. one could get stuck in your eye. And all I can think of is dicks. Yeah. Dixon? Dicks. Dicks. Yeah. Speaking of measuring. Yeah. Yeah. Which like Harvey's like, uh, don't be such dumb, stupid shits. Basically. Um, he's the definition of a bitter old man. He's like fucking rookies. You, you know he is. And uh, Barnes calls them over. He's not like this whole. You can. He's not. He's not digging this I whole thing. sentence complete. Yeah. What is. Harvey does not want. He's against this whole. He's got to be. He's not. Yeah. And you notice Barnes is not involved. Like, Harvey was there, mm-hmm. but Harvey does not feel a part of this thing. He's just there because he's He's Jim an pa- outsider and all. Yeah. He's yeah. an outsider and all because they only answer to so now I'm Jim. Waiting, so now I'm waiting for Barnes to be like, you know, your partner's a trash can. You need to not be with him anymore. And then it'll be a thing. But and I then, love him. I know. But he's you don't my know boyfriend. me. And he's literally saving my ass all the time because I can't win a fight to save can't my life. can't live without him. Um. And I want to live with him once I break up with Leslie but because they, but, then I literally won't have anywhere to live. But um, um, Harvey's file is with Harvey, though. Well, I mean, I'm sure he still has an official file, but I don't know what all's in it. Yeah, that's true. So um, so the captain tells uh, tells this team that they uh, he has their first real mission. And I'm like, oh, what was that practice getting shot at by Victor's ass? <laughs> and um, they're going to take the penguin down. He ain't playing. And I'm like, oh, you're going to take the penguin. Literally, like, there are whole departments at the FBI and the local police dedicated to taking the mob down. And he's going to do it with six people. Sure. Good job, Barnes. Why not? Yeah, real good problem solving. That's how it works. So we go to Bruce. And um, he's leaving school or coming. I'm not really sure which. <laughs> and he sees, uh, well, later we will. Because um, he's a teenage boy. And um, he sees Silver, and he, like, glances at her like, oh, yeah, yeah I know her. Why and do he, I have her Charlie St. Cloud? I don't know. That's a, a good point. Wow, okay. All right. Um, and so she's like, hey, Bruce, come here, Bruce. And, like, I know you. <laughs> well, and, they're supposed to be facing this together. Yeah. Well, she's, she's already got friends yeah, around so her. Yeah, she's surrounded by friends. And so Bruce, this, So this is a co-ed prep school? Apparently. That's unusual i guess i don't know i don't is it prep schools are generally i don't know the fancy private ones are usually i don't know anymore i've because i've been to so many yeah i know i was gonna say with your vast experience uh uh, uh private movies schools. have shown me right i mean <laughs> you've seen dead poet society yeah but that was a long time ago too i don't know, kids these days um so selena is we also see her sitting on the street and she's thinking about what Alfred told she's her. She's all sad and crying. And uh, I don't like it. She's something she's something's I don't like it either. She's gonna something. Yeah. And so then we go to Theo and he is trying on um different colored ribbons. So I I went back when I rewatched it, because the first time I watched it I wasn't actually looking at the screen. Yeah. Because he says, Should I wear the red or the blue? Yeah. Tabitha says red. Barbara, Barbara says, says blue. blue. He goes with the blue. Yes, he does. I don't know how important that is. But, but it may come up. Those things aren't, general accidents don't happen by accident. So. Yeah. And Barb is basically like, Dad, I want to go out and board. And um, he's like, your time will come. And um, if I was Barb, I'd be pretty pissed off at being constantly used like this. But then again, he did get her out of prison. So I think she's just genuinely bored. Yeah. She wants to go play with murder. I would be perfectly happy to be a kept woman in that house. I'd be okay with that. Got Tabitha to play with. Yeah, there you go. That'd and be toast. 
<laughs> martinis and toast. Martinis and toast. That's going to be some fancy, fancy toast. Fancy. Uh, toast points. Um, and so he, he tells them that the that while the GCPD is going after Penguin, which he knows that they're doing that now, apparently, mm-hmm. um, he's going to take the mayor's office. Which I'm like, oh, yeah, you'll be a great politician for Gotham. This will be great. Um, and so our last scene is uh, Penguin and Butch has not found his mama yet. Uh, and so mama. he has a little bit of a tantrum. Now I have Bohemian Rhapsody stuck in my mama. head. Mama. Yeah. Just killed a man, woman. Uh, and so he has a little screamy scream because he's his mama's. He still deserves missing. a little screamy scream at this point. Which I could take that to be like, uh, Galavan told you to kill these two and they're both not dead. Yeah. So I don't know. So I don't know if this is this this killing Hobbs thing is probably gonna spill over into the next episode. It would have to. I hope they resolve it. I hope they do too. So I don't. But yeah, I, I wasn't really impressed with this episode it i don't know it was just this the first three episodes were just so good good and busy and big mm-hmm. but yet also focused like we got a very cohesive very story focused. and then like what was talking about at the beginning of the cast these last few scenes are very choppy yes i've got like sentence here sentence here sentence here in my notes yeah me too and i don't I don't want to go back to that. Yeah. They have a reputation in the first season to be so whiplash. Yeah. And you had to touch on every single character. And everybody's last scene doesn't need to be in five in the last five minutes of no. the episode. Very, you can vary it up some. Maybe they think that's the way to go? I, I don't know. It does not work. It's too disorienting. Yeah. You can't, they can't leave. It doesn't leave you on a note. Yeah, it doesn't leave me satisfied. No. So, wah, wah. Uh, so you know what I want to know? What do you want to know? I want to know what everybody else thinks about it. You do? I do. Well, how can they tell you? They can email us at randomtpodcast at gmail.com. That wasn't cheesy at all. No. Well, you know, they can also talk to us on the Twitters at randomtcasts. They can indeed. Or on the Tumble at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. And if that's just way too much information for you to remember, you can check out our website at randomtpodcast.com. We almost sound like we know what we're doing right now. Almost. I know, right? We're Isn't that so crazy? Close. <laughs> But on our website, they can also find all of our social media pertinence Mm -hmm. um, and our other podcasts. Yeah, because we also cast uh, Sleepy Hollow. Yep. And Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep. And um, Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Yes. Uh, Just some random movies, which we're going to be doing Shaun of the Dead soon for Halloween. Shaun of the Dead, yes. And uh, and we will be doing Agent Carter. Um, We'll be doing season one sometime later in this year before the season two premiere in January. Right, I don't. I still haven't seen a premiere date yet. I haven't either. Of course, I haven't really looked recently. So, so yeah. Mm, so I, I would very great. much like to know if everybody's kind of got, because I, I I have a Jerome hangover, man. I, you know, I think that's really what it is. So I don't know if this episode could be good or if it was just it was going to suck for us no matter what. Because I think of it what was happened. going to suck no matter what. Yeah. I, so I, I don't, don't know that this is the best time to introduce new characters to us. Because I wasn't in a great state of mind to accept new people. I'm like, no, you know what you could do? You could just bring Jerome back and not have new people. Oh, I have mm. news on Agent Carter. Okay. Uh, this may not be the time to talk about it, but I'm going to anyway. All right, right on. Uh, 
10 episodes. Yeah, yeah, I know. 10, not 10 eight. episodes. Well, it says another 10 episodes. It was There's only eight. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just made 10 more episodes. Uh, once again, aired during the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. break. Yes. Podcasters so, all over the world, thank you. We rejoice. I still do not see a air date, though. Okay, that's cool. Darn. We'll keep you guys up. Well, that's a partial update. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I do, I feel like this... I don't know that this was the best time to introduce me to new characters. I, uh, maybe just the strike force. Yeah. Agent Barnes and the strike force. Well, that we didn't really, that was the only new characters then, right? I'm sorry. And silver. I will will backpedal. Yeah. Um, Maybe just silver. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we didn't get much of her. Uh, Yeah. Maybe take out some of the strike. I don't know what, that'd be hard to take. Yeah. I think And I'm like, you name your whole episode after this bullshit strike force that just feels stupid uh, to me. Gotham is so known for their titles. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Let's see. The anvil or the hammer under the knife. Yeah. Uh, For a while there, there were pretty much one Arkham balloon man. The one word Viper. Viper. Yeah. Pilot. Wait. Yeah. Lovecraft. (laughs) I'm not going through the list. What are you talking about? Yeah. The fearsome Dr. Crane, which was was not not fearsome fearsome at at all. So, yeah, I really hope this was just a natural slump. I don't think anything they could have given us would have been would have been satisfactory. Good enough. Yeah. yeah, not after that. Yeah. That I'm still super pissed off at them about Jerome. I am too. I I still stand by. He is alive. Yeah, I still stand by that they're shooting themselves in the foot with this. Oh, I do. Yeah, I do too. They're gonna have to come hard and fast to come back from this. It's gonna have to be damn good. Even if it's like two seasons from now, we're not gonna forget this. No, not us. No, not us. We have a long Never memory. Forget. So, Long yeah. Live Jerome. Oh, sorry. I was just. So, yeah, I want to know what you guys out there think. Do you think they can recover from this? Do you think that we're going to go back to the whiplash? What do you guys think? Let yeah. us know. Uh, you got anything else yeah, before I'm, we sign off? I'm tapped out. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks.